Hey guys, I'm Alicia and this is Teague Household where we talk to you about family life, parenting life, and whatever else. So today I want to talk to you guys about this, um, this, new, this app. It's for a postpartum product. It's called Momfrida. Um, it's by the same people who do the Nose Frida. This Momfrida is essentially a postpartum kit for mothers. Um, and they have this commercial that they did. And in the commercial, it shows the brand new mom basically um, using the kit. Um, that includes pads and hemorrhoid cream and sprays and all that, all that good stuff that comes with postpartum life. Well, this ad was actually banned on ABC. Now, I believe it's just banned from the, the, and the Oscars. But the thing is, is that the ad is still banned. And the reason that they say that the ad is bad, banned is due to, what is it here? Oh, it's due to being too graphic and with partial nudity. Y'all, this is postpartum, real, true life business, okay? And um, I wanted to talk about that a little bit because I actually don't blame ABC about this. I understand ABC as I understand, you know, the media and the um, commercials and all that, that industry, they show what is going to generate views, what we want to see, okay? So what really stuck out to me, what, what I felt they were basically saying was this ad is too uncomfortable is what I really felt like they were saying because I watched the ad, you can see it on YouTube or Facebook, um, it kind of floats around if you pop in mom Frida at uh, commercial, it'll pop right on up. I didn't see anything wrong with this ad. I actually felt it was very real life s. Um, you know, I, I had a baby five months ago and I did have a C-section. So there were some things that aren't necessarily relevant the same way, but it's still a completely relevant ad for that whole postpartum period. Um, what I really feel like the ABC company was saying is that this ad is too uncomfortable. Well, maybe we need to be uncomfortable about postpartum life. Maybe we need to be uncomfortable and have some really hard conversations. And maybe we need to be uncomfortable and handle what postpartum is really like. But I had some thoughts. I wanted to share this all with you guys. And I think that it's relevant information, relevant um, just content, me talking um, thoughts. I think that other people have these thoughts and I'm just sharing them all with you. But um, we create motherhood to be stressful. And it's so 
normal for motherhood to be stressful, that there's jokes about it. Um, I see things on t-shirts all the time about stressed as a mother, tired as a mother, anxious as a mother. And so we have this idea as a culture and as a society that being a mom is difficult. But we don't actually want to look at that picture and say, why is it difficult and what can we do to change that? Because I think if we were having more honest conversations about this, we wouldn't have the anxiety and the depression nearly as high as we do. And, you know, we mothers, we feel judged about things and um, criticized about all these things. And so we're holding all these things in because we don't want to ask for help because we don't want to admit that we could need the help. And um, so there's this quote, actually, that I heard um, several years ago, and it was a missionary who was actually speaking about, um, they were trying to get more women involved in their team. And he, he was saying that they need women because um, the area that they were trying to minister to the women were not allowed to speak to these male missionaries and they wanted female missionaries to come in because they, um, they could, the women could only talk to the women type of deal. And the missionary said that you can't change the culture unless you can reach the women. And um, that just really has resonated with me a lot over the years, not just as a woman, but as a mom and as somebody who has been in childcare for so long, you know, because I feel that we as women and as mothers tend to be more inclined to push for cultural change, especially when it affects our children or what could be for our children. And so I wanted to share with you guys um, some things that we could be doing in the mom culture to help with this huge, overwhelming, uncomfortableness that we tend to view with it. Um, so, yeah. Um, the first thing here, yeah, I looked down at my notes and if you're listening to the podcast, you can't tell, but where this is going to be on YouTube too. And you're going to see my stroller in the background and you're going to see me looking at my notes real quick. Cause I want to stay on point and not tangent too much off topic, but I do tangent. It's just my thing. So the first thing we can do in helping this mom culture to, not be so uncomfortable. We can accept that we don't have all the answers. Okay. So regardless, like if you have six kids, if you have one kid, if you, maybe you have no kids, but you are, have been in education or childcare for a lot of years. Um, you have a lot of experience. You have a lot of stories and you have a lot of tips and knowledge, but that doesn't necessarily make 
your experience or your situation law. Um, you know, if you, what you say, oh, this is how you have to potty train, or this is how your child will absolutely sleep through the night. Not necessarily the case. Um, we don't, you know, I think every family is different. Every family has different things that they're working on and looking towards and just, you know, different routines and different styles. And, you know, maybe mom stays home all day long and can have dinner at the table at five. Maybe, you know, every night of the week there's an activity, there's soccer camp or soccer practice and volleyball and whatnot. So there's no way dinner can be on the table until six um, or seven or even later. Maybe you are a working mom and you don't even get out of the office until six. Um, so when we hear these things that say things like, oh, you must have dinner on the table at five o'clock and that's how your children are going to blah, 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 blah. Like, that's irrelevant. Um, that doesn't work for every situation. So if we can let go and just accept that we don't have all the answers, that kind of does two things. First of all, that opens up the fact that there are other ways to do things. And it also kind of takes this pressure off of us that like, we have to be an authority. I think it's one thing if you're like, oh, hey, this is what worked for my kid. But if you're suddenly in a position where you feel like you have to tell everybody that this is exactly the way they need to do it and watch how I do it because it's so perfect. Um, you just pile on more stress on yourself, really, because, you know, now, oh, everyone thinks that I do bedtime this perfect way and oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Like, you know, okay, cool. Bedtime works great for your family in this context. And you know what? In six weeks it might need to change or in a year it might change. So just accepting that we do not have to have all the answers and that our answers don't have to be an authority. We can really just say, hey, this is what worked for me. This is what I do, whatever. And that can really transition us into this place um, and actually kind of segues into my second point. Being different does not mean being bad or being better. Um, I have friends that parent completely differently than I do. Um, I would never call them a bad parent, nor would I call myself a bad parent. It's just that we parent differently. And, um, and I think that that's really hard, especially right now. Like, I mean, we can't, we can't have conversations very easily about different opinions without it turning into a personal attack of sorts. Um, we see this, we see this a lot in politics. Like you can't be one side or the other without the, you know, an argument coming about, oh, well, you don't understand or, oh, you're just stupid or just like, you know, it, it it takes away from the issue that we're discussing about and turns it into this you versus me thing. And we're not having an actual discussion anymore about anything relevant. We're just name calling and acting like a bunch of, you know, elementary kids on a playground. So being different is not equal to being bad or being better. 
Um, you know, you might do something one way that's completely different from your friend. That doesn't mean that you are necessarily a better or superior parent. That just means that you're a different parent. And really, when we can kind of gauge this concept and this idea that different doesn't mean bad or better, it's just different. Um, I think that that's something that is really powerful for a lot of moms, especially when we deal so much. Um, a lot of moms that I talk with and even myself deal with this sense of um, like mom guilt or oh, I wish I was like so-and-so or oh, I wish that I could was as creative as so-and-so or cook uh, the meals like so-and-so. You know, we um, tend to think different as bad, but we tend to blame ourselves. Okay, we tend to be like, oh, I'm the bad parent, I'm the bad one, all of it, you know, but no, you just do things differently and that's totally okay. I don't think, I think that families are supposed to work differently. I don't think that we are cre born created to be these groups of people that do everything exactly the same. I think that there needs to be differences. I think there needs to be different opinions, different viewpoints, different styles, different um, passions and different talents and gifts. And like without that, like that's who we are just as people. So it totally makes sense that our families would function equally differently than how other people's families would be. So different does not mean bad and different does not mean better. It's simply just another way to look at something. And the other thing here, and this is my, my big thing I think right now, is to just stop shaming. Um, just because you, you see a kid, like you see a kid in a store and he's having a meltdown or maybe mom yelled or maybe, you know, you just, you see something in a store and you turn around, my kid would never do that. First of all, Karen, if you say, my kid would never do that, you are basically guaranteeing yourself for your child to do that. Okay. It's the Murphy's law of motherhood. Okay. And, um, but like seriously, y'all, if you wouldn't want your worst parenting moment or your child's hard moment blasted all over the internet, why are you blasting another mother's bad moment? Why are you blasting another child's hard time? What are you accomplishing with that? Um, you know, a year ago or so, there was this video kind of circulating around on Facebook and it was a child, he was probably four, five-ish, and he, he was having a very hard time. Um, he was very, very upset and it was very clear that in the video, um, the, his mom was taking the video to show to some professional of some kind. Um, it was not the type of video where the mom is like 
oh man, that Chick-fil-A life, he's so upset he doesn't get his Chick-fil-A. It was very evident that there was a bigger picture going on in this video. And um, a friend of mine posted it. And you start seeing these other comments, these other moms. Oh, my child would never act that way. Oh, what is wrong? Oh, that child needs discipline. That child needs blah, blah, blah. And um, all I had commented on was I had said something to the effect of, wow, that mom and that child are having a really hard time. Um, and it's really difficult because I know it would be really hard for me if one of my worst times and my child's worst times were turned into a viral video. And um, my friend actually deleted the video from her account after I posted that. And she's like, I, I didn't even think about that. You know, it was just something to post. And my thing is, if you have to tear down another person's parenting in order to elevate your own. Okay. So like that's when you see the temper tantrum. Oh, my child would never do that. Um, you're tearing down another mother trying to elevate yourself. And what exactly are you elevating? There's nothing being shown to me that's elevating. In fact, all I see is you tearing down another mother and in a society where we are so comfortable with the idea of stress and anxiety and depression and in the culture that we're in where it's just kind of assumed that you're stressed out and we have mothers who are struggling so bad with loneliness and depression and anxiety and you're going to turn around and try to elevate yourself by tearing someone down what what are you proving you're proving not what you want to be proving and so those are my thoughts you guys um this all stemmed from this mom frida video and it being banned because it was too graphic and it had partial nudity. Um, and again, and I said this in the beginning of the video, I feel like they were basically saying it's too uncomfortable to watch. Well, maybe if we were a little more uncomfortable with how we talked about had these conversations, or maybe if we were a little more uncomfortable and looked at ourselves and what we are projecting and what we are promoting, maybe we wouldn't have these issues where a, a commercial about postpartum, fresh, you just had a baby, maybe we wouldn't have, maybe this wouldn't be a ridiculous thing. Maybe this would just be a commercial. But anyway, you guys, those are my thoughts. Those are my opinions. I would love to hear what you guys have to say um, about this commercial, about um, any of the things I talked about, about accepting that you can't, you know, that you don't have to be an authority on everything that your 
that you don't have to always have all the answers or that, you know, being different is not the same as being bad or better. It's just different. Um, and to stop the mom shaming. Um, so I would really love to hear your thoughts on that. If you see, if you're on our podcast here, there's a way to comment us or message us. But if you're watching this on YouTube, please leave me a comment. Tell me what you think. And I will see you guys next week when I talk about something else. Again, thank you guys so much for checking out Teague Household. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at Teague Household. And I will see you guys later. Thank you so much.